You are listening to the What's Coming Up podcast by Lars, where my intention is to blow on the embers of your soul to reawaken the ancient wisdom that lives in your bones. Together, through this podcast, we will explore liberation, take sovereignty of our lives and our health, awaken our true self, and rediscover the magic of life to build heaven on earth. This is a fun podcast today. It really just came straight from my heart in one shot. And it is all about creating boundaries and learning how to protect and guard our energy and our heart, learning how to sharpen our discernment to know who to share with and how much to share as well as who to let in i also talk about the body as an intelligence system that will never fail you and will always reveal truth even when your ego or your mind is concealing the truth from yourself your body will always guide you in who to trust and in which decisions to make so that you can navigate through life with a sense of confidence and empowerment I also talk about our addiction to suffering and I talk about suffering being a choice that we either choose a path of suffering to teach us or a path of love to ultimately teach us. And I talk about going into our fears head on and finding that there are so many gems there to be found when we just actually confront our fears rather than spending our whole life running away from our fears and them just completely manifesting themselves in different characters and in different forms because we are being chased by something we are not willing to face. So I talk about having the courage to face our fears and having the courage to see that we are not who we think we are. We are not our story of suffering. We are not the story of our trauma or our past and having the courage to let them go when we are ready all in store for today's podcast so i hope you guys enjoy so this idea of boundaries just keeps coming up in my life and i've always struggled with this concept me and my family have this shared struggle of understanding boundaries i think because We've always thought to put the needs of others before ourselves, and to just continually keep on giving and being of service to others, even if that means your social battery is running low instead of taking the time to charge it and realize like that is your first and foremost duty as a soul on earth is to make sure that you fill your cup up every day before you go out and give to others because By honoring yourself and honoring the gift that is you, you honor your divinity and you can just give more to others. At the end of the day, you can serve more because you are filling yourself up and you don't want to be pouring from an empty cup. So in my family, we talk about how we are learning this lesson about boundaries and um, making sure we fill ourselves up, but it's just not a concept that has come naturally to me. And yeah, boundaries are a hot topic right now, and everybody's kind of talking about it and throwing that word around, but let's just look at what boundaries are. Like to me, when I think of boundaries, I think about structures that we can build in our own life to help the flow of our life just be in a better state of ease and a better state of flow. I imagine a river, and I think about how a river would not be able to flow if it did not have these mounds and bounds that allowed it to continue to flow. So 
A lot of times we can build these structures in our mind of understanding ourselves, so that our life can just flow with a better sense of ease and um, you know the structures will also have to change as time changes because structures are impermanent and there is a time when they too must collapse and we must let that compost the earth and from there we rebuild new structures that will help us based on the time that we're in so i in my life like structure (laughs) is my greatest uh lesson i think like creating structure in my life and this is one thing i remember though is is we the moment we build structure we begin to get attached to it and we're like this is the way and we have to remember that that too that is just a temporary form and it also is something that we have to let go of at the end of the day um so my tidbit on that so i think about how we can create structure in our life is one way of knowing who we are knowing our core values why what what like drives us in the morning to do what we do and who are we behind this self that we project to the world like what is it that excites us and if you're having a hard time getting to know yourself deeper i would say follow your bliss follow the things that excite you and perhaps maybe it's not common for you to get into the more excited states but just find the interest that begins to just spark a little bit of joy just like a little like twinkle a little wink of interest and go down that path and just see what comes out of it and begin to just keep carving a path because we don't often realize it but we are carving a path we are like working towards something even if we don't always realize it and that is when we pursue our interests and then all of a sudden we have all these offerings to give to the world because we simply just followed our interest we followed what sparked joy what sparked excitement and then we can begin to package these offerings to people (laughs) so how does that have to do with boundaries so getting to know ourselves getting to know our core values and who we are can allow for us to create this structure of knowing and seeing if that doesn't align with where i'm trajected to go maybe i don't involve myself in that activity or maybe i don't surround myself with people who don't inspire me and this is something i'm learning in my life okay this is a huge lesson of who to surround myself with and surrounding myself with people who are driven and they're inspired and they've got this like juice and this zest and this like vigor for life i want more of that in my life because i have in the past had a lot of relationships where i feel like i am being of service to others i feel like i am nourishing others i'm like giving so much of my heart and soul and attention to other people especially like listening to their pain and their story and their suffering and i'm just drained afterwards and it's not to say that like you have to be perfect and you can't have any struggles or challenges like i love talking about that stuff and getting to you know the meat and the bones of our existence and the repeated patterns that keep showing up i love getting to that but i have a really hard time continually showing up for the same people who are making the same patterns and they are not seeing that they are causing a lot of their own suffering and i'm just exhausted by it and 
part of me would judge myself and say like, hey, you know, like I should be able to hold more space for this person and I really wish I could show up for them. But I realized that there's a couple things going on. Like one, I'm not Mother Mary and I don't have it in my capacity to always hold space for everybody all the time. And two, I realized that some people are addicted to their own suffering. There are those who only know themselves in suffering. And we have to realize that suffering is a choice. And at the end of the day, we can either choose the path of suffering to teach us, or we can choose the path of love to teach us. And it's not to say that the path of love won't come with any challenges or friction or intense moments, but it is to say that we don't have to suffer so hard like we think we do in order to fulfill our soul's mission or to heal our karmic duty or just learn our lessons. We don't have to feel so much pain in order to learn our lessons. Like really let that sink in and realize that your suffering is a choice. And the moment that you realize that your suffering is something you're choosing, that is the moment you can choose something different for yourself. And it really, it just comes down to the middle path. And what is the middle path? The middle path is accepting of all that is. It is saying that I'm seeing everything that is unfolding in my life, all of the crunchy, uncomfortable, unfun moments even, are a part of me getting closer to the divinity within me and me getting closer to living my soul's highest vision for my life. And so you begin to see all of your challenges as these little opportunities to grow and expand and propel you forward instead of the, seeing them as roadblocks or causing you to be stuck over and over again. You're like, okay, this is happening for a reason. This is happening because I'm meant to learn something that is going to innately liberate me more once the lesson is learned. But you can't rush your healing. You can't rush the lesson. And so you've got to let your body and your mind and your being go through that entire lesson and I always just keep with me the faith of the lesson will come, the lesson will come, and then I will learn from my mistake, I will learn from my lesson, and that will free me and allow me to expand and magnetize things that are in more alignment with me after I have readjusted myself after the lesson. So some people want to stay in their pain, they want to stay in their suffering because that is how they know themselves, that is how they identify themselves, that is the false self that they project out into the world. And I think people have a hard time knowing themselves outside of pain. It's like, who would I be without all of these stories? I mean, it takes so much courage and so much bravery to surrender these stories that you've been telling about, telling yourself about who you think you are. It takes so much courage to actually let go of this, this briefcase of trauma and sadness and pain and story that we've been like begrudgingly dragging through the sand and taking with us everywhere we go. Imagine everywhere you go, every moment you're in, you're carrying the baggage of your old self that is so ready to be rinsed and returned back into the earth. So there is so much weight that comes with that. And I think that's why they call it enlightenment, right? Like it is 
um, getting more light in your being, feeling a sense of lightness. And when we are in these lower density emotions, they are dense, they are like heavy in our being. And so part of us needs to realize that we are choosing the path of pain and simply we can let this go we don't have to carry the story and so a lot of that times that means having the courage to go straight into our pain so at the eye of a storm at the eye of a hurricane it is actually the most peaceful there's actually a frequency that can be measured and it's called bg3 and it is the same frequency that is found in vortexes like sedona um shasta uh just these places that have a lot of ley lines and just energetic harmony and so at the eye of a storm there's harmony can you believe that to me god is just like giving us a roadmap right here and saying hey go straight into your pain it's scary as you're getting in there but then at the center you will find peace And so I have a little story about that. Um, A couple years ago, I was having several dark nights of the soul turned into weeks, turned into months where I was just so unhappy and just so unmotivated, so just uninspired. And I had just incessant negative thoughts and so much criticism about my physical body how i look and also criticism about um my life path and feeling like i'm i'm not going to achieve what i came here to do and feeling so much fear about um you know feeling like people always said oh she's going to do something great with her life and then feeling like i'm letting the world down feeling like i'm not doing that and so these were like these these thoughts of unworthiness and saying that you know you're only worthy of love if you have achieved and produced x y and z or you're only worthy of love if you have six-pack abs and the perkiest little booty ever um then you're gonna be worthy of love (laughs) so whatever it was like these these thoughts and it's so easy to get into this like cyclone of self-pity where you're just in this feedback loop cycle of continually reaffirming that you feel bad about yourself and so I didn't know what to do. I mean, I was painting it out. I was trying to sing it out. I was trying to journal it out. I was trying to like meditate it out, chant it out. Like nothing was working. It was like I was just putting so much pressure on myself to heal and putting so much pressure on myself to be something different than what I was in that moment that nothing was working. I was getting more frustrated. I was like, wow, I just take the fun out of everything. I'm making everything such a pressurized thing and trying to expect something out of everything. And that was a lot of the lesson that I needed to learn was not to expect anything out of anything and I was running from my pain I was trying to like wash it out of me instead of actually facing it head-on and so what happened I was like laying out in the sun on my balcony and just I was like you know what I've been trying to run away from my self-pity. I've been trying to run away from this voice in my head that is telling me I'm not worthy. And what I did was I played some music that was just like going to (laughs) allow me to feel into the pain. And so I had like a little Spotify playlist and I, I decided that I was just gonna let all the pain wash over me. And because that's all I, I knew what to do left. I just felt exhausted from my own efforts to try to pull myself out of this dark pit and I was getting nowhere so I was just like I'm gonna just surrender and listen to it 
because I'm just exhausted from trying to fight this in my mind. I'm, tr I'm, I'm exhausted from trying to fight the negative thoughts. So there I lay on my balcony in the sun and listening to this podcast and I'm just listening to this bully in my brain tell me everything about myself why i'm not worthy why i'm just a terrible person and why i'm you know ugly and i'll never find love and you know whatever it was like i can't even remember what it was but i just laid there and i just listened i just with like my awareness i just watched this bully and listened to this bully until it was like there was nothing left to be said there was like crickets all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, holy shit, this is like space in my mind? All of a sudden I'm not just in the middle of this like cycle and of, of negative feedback over and over in my head that I couldn't escape day and night. It just dissolved. And I just was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, is that it? Is that all you have to say? I mean, like, imagine a bully coming up to you and just like telling you off, just like burning you and roasting the shit out of you and then you just stare at that person bullying you unwavering and you're like is that all you have to say because i'm kind of hungry now i was gonna go make lunch <laughs> all of a sudden it just didn't have power over me and i remember being like wow i've just been moping around i've just been marinating in my own self-pity and it didn't have to be this way. <laughs> I just had this epiphany. I was like, it didn't have to be this way. And then I was like, why did it be this way? <laughs> why did it pan out this way? And then I remembered this memory. And this was the memory. I was like taken to this time. I was 11 years old. I was in my garage and my dad had his sailboat there. It's like 24 foot sailboat. And he had this like giant metal, I don't know what that is, but it holds the mast up when you're like working on the sailboat. It's, it's like giant. I don't know. It's got to be like hundreds of pounds of metal. Um, and that was like laying up against in the garage. And I moved something. And this giant metal pillar collapsed and fell on me and pinned down my little body. And I remember collapsing to the ground and feeling the weight of this cold metal. And I was screaming and yelling and calling for help. But then all of a sudden, I felt a tiny seed of pleasure. I felt a tiny seed of peace. And I was like, what is this peace? and i just melted into that peace and i was reminded it the yin and yang of life like in in even our most painful moments there is a seed of pleasure and it makes me think when i remembered that i was like okay part of me is enjoying is enjoying is having a pleasurable experience of suffering so much part of me is like enjoying the pain and that takes some courage to find the part of you that is enjoying creating this entire circus and this entire like pity party that you are having for yourself there is part of you that is enjoying it and you need to go face to face with that part of you and look at it and be like stop <laughs> but also like identify it and be you slimy motherfucker what are you doing in my life right now and the moment that you do that, the moment you acknowledge that, 
I mean, at least for me, I found it set me free because it shows me that I am in control of my emotions. I choose love, I choose pain, I choose suffering. And it also comes down to um, realizing that our body and what's coming up in our body is a report card. It's an emotional report card of what we are experiencing on the outside of world. So it's not our body's fault for feeling anything, um, but our body will always give us the intuition and insight and it will guide us through this life beyond what our mind and ego will hide from us or, or distort from the truth. Our body is the clear vehicle. So if we can learn how to attune ourselves into our body, that becomes our compass and that becomes our compass for setting boundaries as well. So back to this um, threading back <laughs> the boundaries. So one of the boundaries that I place when talking with people who are sharing stories um, about some of the hard stuff that they're going through, I'm like so down to be there for you, but it's got to be productive. It's got to be a way for us to find a solution or it's just a way to find comfort. I'm so down to comfort. I'm so down to extend the love that I feel in my body, but you have to be receiving of that love. And you have to take that with you and let it change you so you can move forward because I'm not going to be in people's pattern of self-pity and people's pattern of suffering because that just drains me. It's like I'm giving advice or I'm holding space to somebody that is not actually doing the work to incorporate that or integrate it and they're like continually making the same mistakes over and over and over again and my energy is being wasted. So a boundary that I place is not to show up for these people who are stuck in this cycle. Um, I can once in a while, maybe in the beginning, but once I realize it's a recurring cycle, I just remove myself because I'm not going to exert energy and feed this, this pattern um, because it's not serving them, it's not serving me. And I realize that there are some people that we have to leave behind. No longer can I self-sacrifice or be a martyr or try to be a savior in people's lives because at the end of the day, we can't do the work for other people. They have to want it. They have to want to change. It doesn't mean that I stop loving them. It doesn't mean that I stop being their friend, but it means I am changing the parameters and the boundaries as to how I will show up in this person's life because who I am the love I have in my heart and the healing energy that is within me is worth preserving. And at the end of the day, I have to protect my energy. And you know you're helping someone and that's fulfilling because it charges you. You feel really good. It's like, wow, look what we just did together. Because at the end of the day, I don't think we're meant to do this alone. And so another boundary lesson that kind of spins off that one something I've learned is being more particular about what we share with and choosing who we share the contents of our inner world. Because what I've learned is my inner world is sacred. My inner world is my relationship to my true self. It is the whisperings that I receive from my higher self, from God. and. These are like precious pearls that I get to keep. And so I should be very particular and cautious about who I share 
these precious objects with. Because in the past, I've shared these, these ideas that just like, oh, like these, these ideas that I just knew were from my higher self and just like a gift from the heavens. And I was so excited about it. And I'm like, I just want to share this with everybody, like spread the good word. <laughs> and I share it and I've felt people just completely discard it or just crumple up this beautiful piece of art that is my inner world and just throw it off to the side and the effect that it had on me was that I began to question myself I began to question my relationship with myself my relationship with God and I began to question my intuition and my insights and I mean there's nothing wrong with with questioning them but when the energy of, of doubt begins to pull me away from my intuition and pull me away from God, I know that I should not have been sharing that information with somebody. And this is something I've learned because I was under this belief system that we are meant to share all of our conversations with God so that we can help others, right? But there's a saying my mom reminded me of, it's in the Bible, and it says, do not throw pearls before swine. Do not throw these real, like, beautiful, universal truths that are just so, like, sparkly with the divine nectar of God and just give those away so free, freely to people who will not receive it because perhaps they don't have the capacity to receive it or they might project their own fears or you know, insert their own doubts into this conversation that I'm having. I also realized that some of these pearls of wisdom, not all of them, but a lot of these pearls of wisdom are these esoteric, occult, like pieces of, of information that are like passed through my soul's remembrance or like within my my ancestral dna and cellular memory and these pearls of wisdom need to be protected and perhaps they're not meant to be shared so openly where they could be abused and there's no blame like i don't blame people for not receiving this or making me feel just like discarded um but we gotta meet people where they're at and um not everybody is going to resonate with what I say and understand what I say and that's not their fault there's nothing wrong with them but it just has taught me to be more discerning about these these deep knowings that I've um, received with others because I don't want to minimize my relationship to God I don't want to minimize my relationship to myself because all of a sudden somebody's telling me that that's ludicrous or that doesn't make sense or there's not enough science to back that oh that one gets me <laughs> oh I could go off on that it's like oh there's not enough science to back that are you kidding me that is like the worst argument I've ever heard oh my we're we're not gonna go off on that tangent <laughs> I thought about it but we're not you know, maybe it would be fun to speak with somebody on a future podcast who wants to talk about the limitations of science and science as this dogmatic patriarchal daddy that tells us what to do and makes people feel comfortable about what to trust. It's like there's some things science just can't measure and it's limited based on our evolution and our ability to perceive. And so if we are limited and our expansion is limited right now, 
then our science is going to be limited. But that doesn't mean that there's not a whole array of things that are happening behind the scenes that we can't quite understand or perceive. Oh, but I can't measure in a lab right now, so it must not exist. Okay, well, you can't really quantify love. So explain that. Love is the single most driving force on this planet, and you cannot measure it. That's just my thought. Anywho, back to (laughs) boundaries. So this last thing I want to touch on is that our body will guide us how to create boundaries. Our body is an intelligent system. It is a feedback to our external environment and it supersedes all of the biases that our ego or our mind might be putting up um, when we don't want to see the truth. But our body will always remind us of truth. So for example, I had met a new person and I was really excited about them. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. She's so spiritual. She just gets it. I'm so excited. Maybe I'll learn things from her if she's willing to teach it and pass it on to me. I was just like so excited. And, um, you know, I realized that what about myself, I'm very open hearted with every single person that I meet from the get go. I love that actually. That's the part, uh, that's a natural state of who I am, is being open hearted and trusting um, to people off the bat. And I mean, there's some people that my body will immediately tell me not to trust, and that is true. But for the most part, it is like off the bat i'm very open-hearted and i'm very sharing of my heart until somebody gives me a reason not to or my body begins to naturally close off towards a certain person so i experienced that with this individual and as i would see her more frequently i noticed that my my body my heart was more closed off it didn't really want to be touched it did not want to share with her and it was confusing because i didn't know why and i we hadn't had any weird conversation that sparked that that desire for me to close off intentionally but my body was just doing it naturally and she even mentioned it to me and i was like I thought, I was like, man, you know, like, what's wrong with me? I'm like, I'm sorry, maybe it's just the fact that, like, I'm a Capricorn woman and I'm very, like, rigid sometimes. And I totally thought it was, like, something I needed to change or improve on. And I realized as time unfolded, I actually began to see the true colors of this person and their truth. And my body knew that. It's like it knew that before I even experienced that and saw these like these micro outbursts or this like rage or this deep anger that this person carried or this like comparison judgment energy that she carried i didn't even know that and i didn't even see that but my body was already beginning to close itself off towards her and what i could have done is realize that there's nothing wrong with my body ever oh my god please take that if you take one thing from this podcast today take that there is nothing wrong with your body your body is working for you it is a report card for your external environment it is giving you deep-seated wisdom about the people around you because the thing is we are all water and our body is is responding to others internal worlds we don't know the thoughts that that person has we don't know 
um, what's really going on inside, but our body is water and it's energetic and it does feel all of those things, even though our mind can't comprehend that. Um, I like to think of Dr. Emoto's water experiment, how just saying the words love or hate changes the crystalline structure of water itself and can either cause plants to thrive or cause plants to die. And so I think that's very much replicated in these environments. So I would share with you guys to like practice somatically attuning yourself to your environment and the people that you're talking to so for example when somebody is talking to you begin to feel their energy and draw their energy in through your eyes you can begin to feel it you'll feel it get into your body until it hits a point where like oh my god that's too much of their energy then you can push it back out into their field Um, but it's like you're just slowly ingesting a little of their energy just to see how it feels in your body and begin to notice do you feel expansion do you feel love do you feel light do you feel excitement or do you feel or feel grounded i mean that's another thing is like feeling really grounded and like safe and and just like at ease in somebody's presence or do you feel all of a sudden like a twisting of your stomach do you feel all of a sudden like your shoulders are caving in and your arms are going up above your chest and you're crossing your arms and you're just starting to feel a little ungrounded or you know maybe a little twitch is happening in your in your intestine I always get like a little twitch in my small intestine when someone is lying to me or being a little fishy and it's just a clear little like little no begin to experiment with that like feel somatically how people feel when they're talking to you or standing next to you and begin to tune into that because as you begin to tune into that and your energy directs towards that you will expand in the glossary and library of knowing how to discern between different people but that relates to boundaries because I am learning how to trust my body's intelligence and realize that there's nothing wrong with my body ever. It is just reporting information back to me and I get to make my choices based off what it's telling me because I have made many mistakes in the past where I've let people in, um, even like romantic partners, when my body clearly told me not to. And then, you know, but it it gets so, (laughs) when it comes to romantic partners, that just gets so layered with so many different facets of um, gray area because like at one end you're, you know, biologically driven to procreate and like want to like continue your genes. (laughs) And on the other end, uh, you might create an illusion or a story about a person of who they think you think they are. Oh, I do that all the time. I just create a fantasy of who I want them to be. And I just paint them in that image instead of actually getting to know who they are and like actually tuning in with how my body feels around them. Um, I'll like fall in love with the image that I paint with them and like that will make me think I'm safe. Anywho, a little tangent right there. <laughs> but um, yeah, just just tune into your body. And so these are tools that I'm using for my own practice today and how I am growing and just deepening the level of intimacy that I feel within myself. And it is very fulfilling to um, 
listen to myself and to create these boundaries there is a sense of empowerment because there is a sense of safety that I get to create for myself as I create these different banks so that the flow of life and the flow of of the river of of one life of all can move with ease and and so can I and and there's different aspects where some parts of the river it's a little wider some parts it's a little more narrow but I get to choose that I get to create these bounds and structures in my life that will be forever changing and it's helping me um, learn more about myself so I hope that this um, podcast today was of help to you as well and if you got something out of it please um, shoot me a message text me send me a message on Instagram and let me know what you learned what you gathered and if you could also rate this show so it accesses more people allowing me to further spark and ignite the ember in people's souls I would greatly appreciate that but thank you guys so much for listening